Are you an entrepreneur, industry expert, or influencer? Did you know that speaking is one of the highest paying professions in the world? Download my free PDF checklist now and you can learn how you can become a highly paid speaker. Go to jamieabbott.com forward slash speaker guide. Hello and welcome to Pitch Perfect, the podcast where we shine a spotlight on the power of effective communication, strategic business thinking, and the spirit of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Jamie Abbott. I've spent years mastering the art of public speaking and public relations, weathered the storm in the business world, and have emerged not only surviving, but thriving in the face of challenges. And now I'm here to share my insights and experiences with you, whether you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, a marketing professional wanting to sharpen your skills, or simply someone who wants to become a better communicator, this podcast is for you. So buckle up and join me on this journey. Let's learn, grow, and conquer the world of public speaking, public relations, marketing, and business strategy together. Welcome to Pitch Perfect. My guest today on the podcast is Dr. Lucy Burns. And Dr. Lucy Burns is a GP based in the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria in Australia. Dr. Lucy's past experience running a medical weight loss clinic was the inspiration behind creating an online learning platform, embracing and teaching low-carb, real food lifestyle and mindset change. Now, as a young adult, Dr. Lucy focused on exercise to control and manage her own weight and health. This was not sustainable and ignoring her nutrition and psychological health, as well as declining mobility due to her muscular dystrophy, meant at 50, she was overweight, obese and insulin resistant. In 2018, Dr. Lucy lost 20 kilos for American listeners, that's 44 pounds by adopting a low carb, real food lifestyle, and more importantly, has maintained the weight loss and also the changes in a mindset. Dr. Lucy is known for her positive can-do attitude and nature and is an eternal optimist. She practices meditation daily, well, at least every second day, um, and <laughs> Dr. Lucy speaks about weight management and the low-carb real food lifestyle at conferences all around the world for medical professionals as well as events for the general public. And Dr. Lucy is a mom to two cadults, well, kiddolts we call them, who are still happily living in the family home. Dr. Lucy Burns, welcome to Pitch Perfect. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honoured to be a guest. Uh, I'm honoured to have you here. And I should also mention that Dr. Lucy is uh, a paid to speak alumni member and mm -hmm. in my PR club. If you want to find out more about mm -hmm. that, prclub.com.au. I have so many cool things to ask you about. But one thing that's not in your bio, and this is how I got to know you, we're in the same um, Her Empire Builder um, program with Tina Tower. And you have transitioned as a GP in your own clinic, your own practice. I've got so many questions to ask you about that as well. But in the last couple of years, you've moved to online. Can you tell me a little bit about that journey and, and what prompted you to do that I'm, I'm sure it was in order to, to scale and reach more people but how did it all come about yeah absolutely it was to scale and reach more people so I guess um, a couple of things were that yes the, in your bio in, in your intro you've absolutely nailed it I, I was I, I found myself at, you know at the age of 50 just 
look, I'd spent my whole life on a diet, on a diet or off a diet. That was that was the two. There was only two gears, on a diet or on a bender. And so I and I had just yo-yoed and got to this point where I was heavier than I'd ever been. Like even when I was pregnant, and I had massive babies and put on twenty five kilos with each pregnancy, so huge. And so I just. And I had just decided, oh, well, that's fine. Look, I'm 50. I'm frumpy. It doesn't matter. My husband still loves me. I can buy elastic waisted pants. It's no big deal. <laughs> and uh, then, but then what happened was I got some medical issues related to that. So there came a point where I had to do something. And the weird thing was that as a doctor, I had been giving all the wrong advice to my patients because it was the same. I was telling them to do the same thing I was, which is, you know, just do some more exercise, reduce your calories, eat low fat, and, you know, you'll be fine, except I wasn't. And so I had to come up with a new a new way of thinking. And I just, it, it was just fortuitous. I stumbled into low carb through another doctor, a great friend of mine who I just went on holidays with and she's, you know, I'm piously eating my bag of carrots and she's eating steak with butter on it. I'm thinking, what's going on here? And she was, you know, she, she'd lost weight. She looked amazing. Her health was fantastic. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll give this a crack. And then when I gave it a crack, it was like an epiphany. I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. For the first time in my life, I'm actually not hungry. I'm not, you know, thinking about food morning, noon, and night. It gave me some space. And so I just thought, I've got to share this with the world. So I set up a, a, a clinic. So I was still doing some general practice, but I transitioned over into this weight loss and metabolic health. And and I initially called the clinic Epiphany Medical Weight Loss, which I thought was such a good name. I was so happy with myself. But there are a couple of things that uh, came about with relation to that name. And I guess this is where you probably need to do some market research or do a um you know, what do you call it when you ask a little group of people what to do? Because uh, I, I didn't do any of that. I was just so happy with myself with this name. And then a few people thought that there was a religious element to my program because unbeknownst to me that the Epiphany, the Feast of the Epiphany is a, is a Catholic big day. And so they they came thinking that and I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 that's not it. And then a number of people, and if it was just one, I probably would have let it slide, but a number of people asked, so what, what's, an, what's an Epiphany? Yeah, that's not happening. So again, so it's interesting because you real you think you've hit the jackpot in your own brain, and then you realise no, you've actually got to do some market research sometimes with naming a program or naming a clinic or whatever it is. So, um, so in the meantime, I'd been running this clinic, and I was saying the same thing over and over and over again to my patients, and I thought, ah. Oh, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way in which I can, you know, do this so that everyone can hear it all at once, that I don't have to keep repeating myself because it was the same message. I was hearing the same problems from the same people. And so we, I, I met beautiful Dr. Mary and we formed a partnership and I sort of rebranded to Real Life Medicine which actually suits us so much more and is relatable and is is the foundation now of our brand is it and it's easy for me because it means being real means I am allowed to be vulnerable I'm allowed to not turn up without makeup on I'm allowed to you know just be who I am because it's actually part of our brand 
Yeah, wow. And so a beautiful friendship and partnership was then formed. Did you just meet Dr. Mary, who I who I love and know as well, and just go, let's go online? Is it was it as simple as that? And you just created a course and then sold it and then a million dollars later, Bob's your uncle? <laughs> was it was it that easy? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh it's interesting. So yeah, we I didn't know Dr. Mary. She's not like my bestie from 100 years ago or anything, but we did meet at a low-carb conference that I was speaking to and I just happened to finish my talk and have to go and sit down and I sat next to her and I thought, she looks groovy and uh, she looks nice and we chatted and we suddenly realised there was all this synergy that we had both done very similar um, things in life. We both had, uh, we'd both done a hypnotherapy, we were both hypnotherapists, we'd both done the same course we both passionately believed in meditation, in stress management, and, and of course, low carb. So there was a lot of synergy in our belief system. So that was good. And I liked her. And I just thought, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do a business together, which I now realize is pretty naive. Um, and, and I am just really lucky that she's fantastic and that we are the yin and the yang of each other. And that is just pure luck. Because I know for plenty of businesses, they do form a partnership and it, it doesn't work out. Uh, so we we have got some legal stuff in place, but the the key really for our partnership is we have just lots and lots of conversations about what our brain is thinking, what's in our head, where we're at, what's going on, so that we can both we just have absolute honesty and trust in each other. Yeah, I love that. And so just to venture into the online space from there, uh, was that an easy transition? Because I know for a while you were kind of, when I've talked to you, you were doing it as a side hustle and you're still practicing in your clinics. And were you and Dr. Mary doing this on the side and just like how did it kind yeah. of eventuate into what it is now? Yeah, totally. Initially a side hustle um, because, again, we, you know, we were both working in very successful medical practices and, you know, you can't just stop that and start something new without a dramatic drop in income. Um, and so we, you know, uh, look, we were also quite quite lucky because COVID came and as Melbourne was the most lockdown city in the entire universe, there was not a lot for us to do for months at a time. There was no social gatherings. There was nothing to do. So it just gave us, again, time and space to create our program. But I think the trap that lots of online course creators fall into is the program's the easy bit. Like that's simple. The harder bit is marketing it and selling it. Because as a doctor, I never had to market and sell anything. I just opened up a clinic and people came. It was like, you know, build it and they will come. They did. But in online, they 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 don't see you. They're not, you're not as visible. And initially, I think particularly, and again, COVID blessing for us is that now online stuff is familiar to people. Mm. So people initially wanted to see somebody in person. They said, oh, no, I don't really want to see you on Zoom. I want to see you in your clinic. And I go, okay. Um, but now then it, then it became they had to do Zoom and now they're used to it. So the thing for us was the course was the easy bit. And I, and, and when I say easy, it's, it's a lot of work because, you know, you're filming videos, you're making handouts, you've got to make sure your content's great. But that's 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 just not that it's you just can't do that and expect <laughs> to sell stuff. Yeah, I mean, and so what were some of the big mistakes you made? I know you you've talked about the fact that it, filming alone takes a lot longer than what you think. Um, so you know, can you tell me about that and some of the mistakes, or well, maybe naive mistakes that you made in hindsight? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So hilariously, the first time we thought we'll film, we we hired a beach house that had beautiful, um, you know, decor and we thought, yep, this will be great. We'll just bang it all out in a weekend. It'll be fantastic. And we we did we did makeup and we got lighting and we stood there and basically I yelled into the camera like some car salesman. <laughs> And we looked back and I was, you know, again, so much makeup on. I looked, I, I don't know, it just, it certainly wasn't me. I um, And and over the top makeup because I thought, oh, you know, if, when you're on camera, you have to have more makeup than normal. So I looked back and I just, you know, I, I looked like I was um, dressing up for some sort of, uh, you know, guys and dolls musical or something. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> So anyway, consequently, all of that got canned because and and reading scripts for us didn't work. Like it's not who we are. It's it just it sounded stilted. It just wasn't relatable or real. So uh, we thought, oh, so that that was not unhelpful. Um, so we just practiced. Look, we practiced. We go online a lot. I'm very good at off the cuff, um, but that's practice. I didn't just wake up and be good at off the cuff. Uh, it, it was practice and mm. you just practice and it doesn't matter and I practice and it's great because there's you know Facebook or, or Instagram they're a fantastic avenue to practice and if you don't have a big audience well it doesn't matter because if you bugger it up what three people have seen who cares mm. it's not like you're at the MCG with a hundred thousand people watching you <laughs> and then you get to practice and as you practice your audience grows you get better you refine your message you stop ums and ahs you get clearer and it just grows. Yeah, absolutely. And so did you, how did you kind of market the course, which you, you put out there in the beginning? Did you kind of rely on your existing client base or did you literally start from scratch? How did you, how did you promote it and get yourself out there? Yeah. So look, we initially started with just um, a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So we wanted to create a community and we did that for six months before we even offered our our course um and so lots of my my patients dr mary's patients did join and then they invited their friends but um and so but again they weren't the necessarily the people who were going to buy the course because they were already seeing us one-to-one so why would they buy a course they can come and see me in the clinic but it it having that little base of loyal supporters if you like uh in it just increased. It's like a snowball. It just, they invited a friend who then invited a friend. That friend then lived in Queensland and that friend then had a friend that lived in America and then that friend invited some other friend um, because we gave lots of content in the group. Like it was valuable to them. It wasn't just, oh, here's a group and there's, you know, no one moderates it and there's nobody giving any, you know, authority of great advice. So I think that was the key was to actually provide value and service first then people like you. Uh, again, being vulnerable, it meant that, again, as our brand of real life medicine, I didn't have to dress up every morning and put on makeup and wear fancy clothes. A lot of my lives were done actually in my dressing gown with my hair messy, just talking about life. Yeah, I love that. And so how did you grow it? Because um, you have earned a million dollars now online. Um, yeah. That's a huge, amazing. You've got your own podcast. You know, you're, you're on other people's podcasts. You're in third-party media. You're in a few masterminds and memberships. Uh, what, what was the secret to sort of really scaling it and really getting yourself out there? 
So I think certainly starting a podcast was great. So we started, uh, so I guess we, we <laughs> the fateful weekend of the Beach House was in um, November 2019. Then we sort of started the Facebook group and in 20, May 2020 we launched our first course and it, it sort of toddled along and it was okay. And again, we weren't paying ourselves or anything like that. We were That's why it was a side hustle. We were still relying on our clinic income and every bit of money we made, we just poured back into the business to try and get it to grow. Um, but the podcast was definitely the game changer. So we started a podcast um, called Real Health and Weight Loss and we, we initially wanted to make it sort of fancy and then I thought, bugger that, anything that's too clever or cryptic sometimes like Epiphany doesn't work. We just had to make it as obvious as possible as to what the podcast is about and so it's called Real Health and Weight Loss and it's, yeah, it's been like phenomenally successful and I'm so proud of it. And the thing about that is that it's, I think there's a couple of reasons for it. It's consistent. We have not missed an episode yet. Um, we've had extra episodes. So every single week we've dropped an episode. We don't do seasons. I, I think that people forget about you if you have a down a downtime. Uh, sometimes like, you know, the Christmas period, for example, we might get less listeners, but we never get none. So obviously somebody's always listening. The thing about the podcast is that it's it's content that you can re repurpose and so it's a really great just it's our, our pinnacle platform if you like and it's where we get our most people listening and people just know like and trust you and so many times I'll say to people so how you know where did you find us oh I listened to you on the podcast Dr Lucy you know you're in my ear and I go oh could he so um yeah I think it's key that's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, was it hard? I mean, people um, who listen to this show, um, they do have their own podcast, but some don't. Mm. Some think it's really hard to set it all up. And you've got a huge following. I mean, how many downloads have you had now? Yeah, we're just about to hit half a million. So that is um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and, and obviously it didn't start off like that. It started, and it, you know, the interesting thing is, I look at our podcast and I think, wow, there's stuff we could do better still. Like we are now looking at actually changing the way like using seo we don't use any <laughs> we just bumbled our way into a lot of this so the interesting thing is that i often look and go right there's stuff we could do better and it's not about then being a failure it's about looking at that what what could we do better because the better we become then then the then the better our results are the better the more people we reach but most importantly for us it's the more people we help and I guess, you know, the program, when I say that the course is, you know, step one, it has to be good because if your course is rubbish, no one's ever going to recommend their friend to do it. So you need a course that's good. Um, but that's really been the word of mouth for us has been phenomenal. And, mm -hmm. and I'm just so grateful to all of our people that do, uh, you know, recommend us or, or promote us or support us because it, it really is the key. Yeah, I mean, I've just joined the course and I just can't believe the amount of content that is in there and, and all the live coaching sessions as well. And what's been incredible for me to see is, because um, we've got a Facebook group that you've set up for this round, the amount of people that are doing this for their fourth or fifth time, um, which, you know, speaks volumes about just how great it is. They want to keep coming back for more. But you've also built a membership. Um, was that on the back of that or did you have the membership first? How did that work? Yeah, initially we 
had the membership first. So, and again, it, I am. I, I think I'm. I'm very open to learning and seeing how people do things and recognizing what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses. So, you know, I, I didn't know how to create an online course. I had no idea. So I, I went and learned off somebody. And I, you know, I know a lot about doctoring. I know a lot about weight loss. I didn't know anything about courses. So I went and learned off somebody and their, their formula, if you like, was to do a membership. And when you're first launching your membership, you give your course for free, which nearly killed me. I'm thinking, really? Wow. Okay. So I just trusted the process and, and we did it. And again, that, you know, our first thing we we had our membership and I I think you know if we're talking numbers we probably made five thousand dollars for the first month it was like oh wow that's good um again we Mary and I didn't see any of that because that all just went back into the the business to to learn more things pay for more education um and they got the course for free and it was great because what we realized though was that the first iteration of the course there was too much in it it was in seven weeks it was seven steps in seven weeks and it was like, oh, my God, this is like going to school. It's too hard. It needed to be spread out. So then the next, so then we actually looked at the course and just rejigged it a bit and launched it as a 12-week course, so a 12-week program. And initially we called it the Spring Ring Reboot, which I then realised afterwards was a stupid name because what are you going to do in summer? The summer reboot, the autumn reboot. So we had to come up with a name that was nothing to do with the seasons. And I guess this is one of the things in market research. I just keep thinking I've got the best idea in the world and then I realise not. I don't always, you know, it'd be funny. And uh, <laughs> so then uh, we did actually ask our audience, what do they think our program could be called? And we gave them a, a list. We did a little survey and that's why we came up with the 12-week mind-body rebalance. And that has been then the signature program for the last whatever we're up to now, two and a half years, and we've, I don't know, launched it 10 times. Yeah, wow. So one of the pieces of advice I give PR club members and any client is just to keep being consistent, do all the things, keep showing up. Um, apart from your podcast, because I know you, you credit your podcast for probably the number one ingredient uh, to your mm. recipe for success, what would be the second and, and you know other close runner-ups as far as the things you've done to really get yourself out there? Yeah, I think, look, relationship building. So genuine relationship building where there is a win-win for for both parties in the business. So uh, we set up an affiliate program, which uh, you can do through Kajabi, which is our platform that we host all our courses on. And we then approached a couple of people that we thought were in alignment with what we're doing. So uh, the, the biggest, uh, I guess the best, relationship that we've built is with a, a couple of women in Perth who run a company or a business called Thermo Foodie and the Chef. So they're Thermomix queens, but they're low carb. So there was the low carb component, but with recipes. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm rubbish at cooking. They're great at cooking. They provide billions of great recipes and they have a huge audience. And so the key is and this is the thing we realised, a bit like, it's like business, it's like anything. You you need the, the strategy, but you need to know how to implement that strategy. So low carb is the strategy, but how do you implement it if you, if you don't understand what your brain is doing? So for us, I think the thing that helps us stand out, because the look, weight loss world is really saturated. Everybody 
every man and his dog's got an idea on how to lose weight. Not all of it's helpful and, in fact, lots of it's harmful. But so these, their audience were people that knew about low carb but didn't necessarily know about their mind and how to implement it. So that was great. So we formed a partnership. We um, purchased the rights to some of their recipe books. They promoted the program. They were affiliates and suddenly our audience increased. Wow, I love that. Yeah, it has to be win-win for both sides. So I think that's where people get think that an affiliate, oh, they'll just be an affiliate. If it's not in it for them, if there's not, I mean, and I don't know that the, the money necessarily is, is even the thing that will help with affiliates. It's, mm. it's a, it has to align. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I even had someone the other day who's got a course launching at the moment and I haven't even done the course. And this person said, will you be an affiliate? It's worth $400 for every sale. Um, and that's fine. But I thought I can't truly put my name to this because I, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing, but I haven't done the course myself. So I don't mm. even know if it aligns. So I think there's a risk there. Sure. I could probably get 10 people in this course. Um, mm. and that's 4,000, but the long-term reputation, if that course is not what I think it's going to be or that person I'm putting in there shouldn't be there, then it can long-term do damage to your reputation and credibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, and, you know, if the course has got, like if somebody said to me, oh, could you, you know, would you be an affiliate and sell a course that's got nothing to do with my with me or my brand? You know, I don't know. Let's say it's a course on, on how to detail your car. I'd go, no, why would I do that? Like it's... couldn't give a toss about that like so it has to have something it has to be something relevant yeah note to self don't try and sell lucy detailing car courses (laughs) all you people out there who have those kind of courses don't even bother and you know yeah so yeah it's um yeah, so I think genuine relationship building is helpful and that's a long game. So these are long game strategies. Podcasting's a long game. Relationship building's a long game. Um, you, you do, you need you need the long game. Um, but also I think for us it is really getting education or learning. Again, learning's one of my core values, learning of people that 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 you trust who are knowledgeable. I mean, which is why I'm in your PR club, Jamie, because, you know, I, I don't know anything about PR. I'm rubbish at it. Um, I've learnt off you. Uh, I'm still learning, you know, and getting tactics and, and strategy around that is really what I need to, to do. It's why we're in Tina's membership because, you know, business, we're still learning. Um, and I don't think we'll ever stop learning. I think when you stop learning, it's, you, 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 when you stop learning, you stop growing. Yeah, so true. I love you. You're sharing the story about how you're a very good student. Someone tells you to do something and you do it. And like I told Absolutely. you in, in my public speaking course to always wear a jacket on stage. So you wear a jacket <laughs> when you were speaking as the, as the keynote speaker in Palm Springs. Um, and that's, that's really great that you, you know, because you, you've sort of um, followed quite a few different mentors over the years and you just do what they tell you to do. Um, but you're in a very competitive space. There are a lot mm. of different people in that, you know, health and wellness, weight loss, exercise, mindset, um, sort of space selling their products their courses their memberships um do you think i mean how do you stand out do you sort of think well people buy from people so i'm just going to be myself and you're very funny you're very humble you wear your heart on your sleeve do you think people are buying into who you and and dr mary are uh i think that's a large component of it um you know we are 
I think, I hope, relatable, um, you know, again, falls within our brand, so it's great for us because neither of us are fancy. You know, we're not, we don't wear designer clothes or anything like that. It's just not our brand. It's not who we are and it's not our brand. So that becomes easy. So we're in brand alignment, which I think is really helpful because it means that people think and and we are genuine. So being genuine is is really helpful. If your brand is um, if you're as a person, if you're if you wear designer clothes, like I think about Mal Brown, and she's in brand alignment. She has a beautiful website, beautiful clothes, beautiful videos, and she always dress. But that's how she is all the time. Mm. And it would be incongruent, I think, for us to stand to go and get fancy designer clothes and and be like her because that's not us. So I think the first thing is you do need to be yourself and be able to step into that and it doesn't have to be fancy. And as I said, our our course now is not fancy. It's got great content but it's still, it's not filmed in a studio or anything. You don't need to do that to, to be successful but you need to be genuine. Um, but, again, what, and, and this is a Tinaism, what got you there what got you here won't get you there. We're always tweaking and evolving and learning about our audience. So the audience that we went to initially are people that already know low carb but couldn't do it, you know, struggled with their mindset, stuck in diet culture, didn't know why they would, you know, fall off the wagon all the time. So our messaging was a lot around that. But now we're also realising that actually there's this whole world out there that still don't know about low carb even. They're still... They're, they're still buying lady shakes or they're still, you know, doing some oh, rubbish, rubbish, pro, rubbish, just stuff that's just BS out there. In fact, one of our new taglines that we're thinking of doing is um, that our program is based in science, not in fiction. And um, because it really is what, 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 what we now want to do is go, okay, there are people out there who are spending buckets of money on stuff that's not going to work. It just doesn't work. It won't work. It can't work. It's not scientific. Science, science shows that it won't work, but yet they're lured into the marketing and the false promises. So we're now working a little bit on our messaging uh, with Marie Kirkpatrick, who's another empire builder, to really just get that clear so that people who don't know about low carb can find out about it in a way that feels safe for them. Yeah, I love that. So, what's next for you? Um, what what you are you know, so you're constantly tweaking and evolving. What to your grand mm. plans for the future? Yeah, so I think like everything. Uh, so, you know, our, our biggest achievement this year was that we ran the low carb roadshow, which was a, a you know huge uh, undertaking for us, probably bigger than I thought it would be, which is my. <laughs> One of it's a it's a fault and a, and a strength. I just go headfirst into things. Um, don't always think about how much work it was. It is because I think sometimes if you think about how much work it will be, you never do anything. Um, but it was massive and it was extremely successful. We were really lucky. All the shows sold out. We had wonderful feedback from them. It was great. Um, so we will run that again next year. But again, the people that came to the Low Carb Roadshow are the people that often already know about low carb. We we really want to help people that don't know about low carb or have heard about it and think that it's it's um, waffle or, or rubbish. So our next step is to really just try and broaden our audience and, um, yeah, just get that going. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see what you do next. I love having you in my world through all different um, avenues, whether we're in the same mastermind, we travel away together. Saw you in Port Douglas and Palm Springs this year. Um, You're an absolute delight to be around. And thank you so much for coming on to Pitch Perfect today. Oh, Jamie, thank you so much for having having me. And honestly, I don't know what the, what is the what's the woman equivalent of a bromance um, because <sighs> I feel like that's us. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there is an equivalent. We'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a femmans, but uh, yeah, a normal romance, is. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so and much. Think- You're welcome. Bye, lovelies. Bye. Thanks for listening to Pitch Perfect. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share it to social media. If you'd like to download my free paid speaking resources, go to jamieabbott.com.